welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. I sound terrible. I'm so sorry. I am very much debating whether I was going to even record today because I don't feel unwell. I've had some coughing here and there, but I cannot account for why my voice sounds the way it does. And I don't want to go to the ER or the urgent care for them to be like, well, it'll be fine. Just drink some and I'm doing that and my voice still sounds like this so here we are my apologies but I did want to go ahead and try to get and see how I can see how well I do as far as discussing the bear season one episode four entitled dogs written by Sophia Levitsky White and directed by Christopher Storer I really enjoyed this episode. I gave it an 8.8 out of 10. I think that getting more contextualization regarding Carmi's family is really good to understand the conflict that he's currently in. And Sydney finding some respect in the kitchen is well-deserved and earned, particularly for someone from someone and I would have fired a long time ago, but that's just me. Before we jump into the recap, wherever listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars. My social media will be there as well. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. So we start the episode with donuts, not hot dogs, not the hugest fan of donuts. If they are not bought for me, I will never eat them. And since I no longer go into the office and that's something they would do all the time, I haven't eaten a a donut in a very long time. I haven't eaten a hot dog either, but Marcus really enjoys them so much so that he at the bakery salivating in the window. Oh God, it's so good. Carmi and douche, douche, do mean douche. Richie has to cater a kid's birthday party, Cicero's, with hot dogs due to the debt owed, something Carmi isn't pleased about. Richie is trying to fit a t-shirt on an inflatable hot dog, and I laughed out loud so hard when I saw the inflatable hot dog, and he just duct taped the t-shirt on it, and he said it was going to fit in the car, which it doesn't. It leads to a childish physical spat between the two when Richie claims to have correspondence, which results in them deflating the hot dog when Richie falls on it. But it's okay. There's a spare in the basement. There's also a really funny scene where Richie is smoking a cigarette and you see the the hot dog clearly being inflated and it gets larger and closer to him. Some really good, funny moments in this episode. Marcus is really happy to no longer be doing bread, but on cake. That chocolate cake looked good too. And Sydney approves of his recipe when she tastes it. Is it good? It's great. Tina, on the other hand, continues to tell her to fuck off and dismisses all attempts to be cordial, saying she answers to Jeff and the system before rudely brushing past her. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me 
no patience for Tina. I don't like her attitude. And that I might have to deal with considering the hierarchy in this place. But bitch, you is not going to brush past me and put like physically bumped your fucking shoulder into me to the point where I had to step back. Uh-uh. I've been done. Forgot myself. I'm like, okay, you want to get bodied? Let's go. Don't be a bitch. The word cousin is entirely too frequently used. It makes me feel like the word nigga. You should use it sparingly in conversation. It does not need to be what you address. And I do say it. And I'm not sure if the, the writer had that in mind. When they kept saying cousin, cousin, cousin. It reminds me, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. So no, no, we do not need to address each other by titles. Just my name. Hey, just say the sentence without the word cousin as a preface. On the way there, Richie declares he doesn't like being called Rick, something Cicero does, and that he promises to maintain his cool when he sees the man. Then they pan to their interaction outside <laughs> on the doorstep. God motherfucking damn, I'm tired of niggas, God damn it! I'm tired of niggas. Both men are arguing, it would seem, about someone who fell down the stairs and that that Richie didn't answer his damn phone. He's like, just fucking, I hate when you fucking call me Rick. I hate when you fucking don't answer the phone. Carmen's like, so you want me to put this in the back or? Yeah, yeah, just put it in the back. Food's here, kitties. Carmen, is that you? I thought you killed yourself. That is legit how someone introduced themselves or reintroduced themselves to Carmi, who had to say, no, that was my brother before he just away <laughs> carmy has to do all the work can't get richie to even bring ketchup because that's what assholes put on hot dogs like no a child would put ketchup on a hot dog a child asshole i'm not i'm not about that philosophy i don't have anything against hot dogs and ketchup I know in Chicago that's a big ass thing like you never put ketchup on a hot dog I'm sorry I don't know why you feel that's disrespectful, but it's also delicious. He also had it all fucking fancy. He made fancy hot dogs. He had the relish and the 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 the, the, the all the goods and stuff. That did not look just like pills that Richie swallowed for anxiety because I ain't never seen a pill in cube form. What's up with this gay ass fruit? He asked. He's like homemade ecto cooler, motherfucker. I guess it's a ghost busters reference i don't remember it so i'm just gonna roll with it even for a kid's birthday party though carmy needs to show up with a little razzle and dazzle back at the restaurant one bite of a donut brings joy two bites bring sadness put that on a t-shirt ibrahim because that is his words of wisdom however marcus has fond familial ties to the food not for its taste but its texture for the things you can do with it chester marcus's roommate brings a designer book for marcus to look at while sydney awkwardly gets an introduction via hug <laughs> it's like i'm out cool i'm out and ibrahim is reminded that he needs to take out the beef Sydney supports Marcus's ambitions despite the kitchen's limitations for for donuts 
she still he still aspires for that Michelin mode Sydney is earning respect with Ibrahim complimenting the way that she is encouraging Marcus with Tina side eye and her success Fox said, uh, can I, can I get on family meal? You don't work here, but he does understand textures. At the birthday party, Cicero saw Carmi surrounded and made a quick exit. Let it up, bitch! Get fucked! However, his kid Nikki is throwing a fit due to the chaos and all the kids opening his presents. He's like, Carol, can you get in here? Because it's fucking terrible. Frank said, so you work in a restaurant yeah i work in a restaurant let me ask you something what's it like to be a fucking loser whoa that's like fucking mean the cadacity of these people and if i had to be surrounded on all sides this is why i don't go to family events i'm like fuck that noise always got a very convenient excuse (laughs) that everyone knows is a convenient excuse sugar's husband pete tries to champion him but it does no good because everyone's like, who the fuck are you? Pete being there is something both Cicero and Richie worry over as they think he may be a narc, meaning they are into illegal shit. And it's made more evident when Phil looks at Richie like he needs a fix. It's like, what the fuck was that about? The beef between Cicero and Richie is over Michelle, who had a issue with a broken pipe fell down the stairs left a message for Richie which he says he never got so Cicero plays back or tell uh, reads aloud the text message and the number Richie gets a little vindicated here because he's like that's not my number I have a 312 number that was Mike that she called and both of them just go that kid Tina don't listen with Sydney iterating or reiterating that watching and coaching is part of her job. So get the fuck over it as I teach you how to properly peel a tomato, a potato. I would never use my fucking hands. I don't care. Like I get that you were a warrior of old, but that's just fucking stupid. Why the fuck am I burning my hands? Because I don't want to pick up a knife or a peeler. And I know a peeler is one dollar so there's no excuse at the birthday party the trio carmy cicero and richie are laughing telling stories until pete shows up oh my god bro oh hell, hell no man what the fuck man get your ass on poor pete <laughs> he was supposed to drop off a gift but he still stayed richie and cicero dipped so quick he said, uh, is it nap time? Because all the kids are passed the fuck out. Pete reveals he and his sister followed his career and understood the hard work that it took to get to where he was at. But Sugar did miss him and is pissed that he hasn't called her, which is why she didn't show up to the party. She didn't have to work. She just sent her husband to be an annoyance to everybody. Pete got sleepy and after checking the drink, and realizing why Richie snuck off, Carmi realizes his bottle of Xanax spiked the drink. <laughs> he said, don't kill me. What? I saw that 
that Richie was looking for his Xanax before he grabbed the shit and left. But Cicero is content with the situation. He's like, I ain't like any of these loud motherfuckers anyway. Tina burned something for the potatoes, but when she returns, Sydney has already replaced the pot with a freshly made sauce. She asks, why did you do this? And she replies, because I don't have time to fuck around. I know your attitude is your attitude. You don't need help. You ain't going to ask me for help. Whatever. I have a dinner service and I need it to be perfect. So I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to catch you when you fall, whether you like it or not. And if you taste what I'm trying to teach you, you may see a difference in quality of your work that you will get credit for. That is the hardest thing. People believe if they know something or they do it competently for so long that they're good enough and they don't have to ever think about getting better. It's that emotional intelligence. It fucks us up all the time. I was actually talking to uh, a trainer and he brought that up. He's like, man, I didn't want to listen to nobody. But the minute I took myself out of my own ass and because me and he was, he was talking about him and his manager, I was like, oh, I'm flashing back. I'm flashing back because when you're a really good employee, you know, you don't really want to hear anything because you see everybody else failing on every (laughs) fucking level. You know, you good. You know, you're competent. You know, you put in the work. That's not to say that you cannot get better. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make you better so you can get further where you need to be in that unfortunately means that you have to come out on your own ass and that you might have to do things that you don't necessarily want to do but it makes sense in the long run Cicero knew Carmi's dad they were family I guess they were brothers because he called him uncle but he said despite being family they were more like friends dad sounds a lot like the deceased Mike his son constantly into schemes drugs gambling then the beef a place full of nothing but bad memories something his mama definitely is not happy with for the family and Carmi says that he's there because of those bad memories and wants to fix it but Cicero cautions him not to be too disappointed if it doesn't work then Cicero tells him a metaphoric dream that he had about his dad where they were driving fast his dad wouldn't put his seatbelt on they stop just as they see a kid ahead but dad goes through the windshield and continues flying while Cicero stood there waving at the kid basically your dad used to fly through life and even when he had children and should have stopped it should have slowed him down he should have taken precaution he refused to do so and he he continued to soar and fly away while Cicero he stopped he decided to be responsible he decided to get his shit together tina presents her potatoes expecting disappointment but sydney is satisfied more than satisfied and just says let's get ready to roll before we get rolled and tina understanding the value of being valued thinks her proper i thought it was a nice music choice i would have liked to listen to it a lot more i don't know who sung that song but i always find the music from tv shows cicero thanks both richie finally calling him richard <laughs> instead of rick and uh carmy for their work even though it only knocked off two thousand dollars of their debt 
And he said, do y'all want to see something disgusting? And then it pans to Pete sleeping. Leave me alone. Did you dumb as fuck? Run it out the bus. Leave me alone. Apparently, both Richie and Cicero have a desire to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> For daring to sleep serenely. So they end up taking him home where he thanks them for allowing him into the family and we do end with family meal mashed potatoes and chocolate cake marcus gets the thumbs up for carmy and i think that's great that he's getting mentoring from both uh sydney and well encouragement more so but carmy's getting some inspiration and and mentorship and i think that's certainly something he he thrives in I have this episode at 8.8 out of 10. I liked that it wasn't a whole bunch of Richard yelling at everyone else and it was only confined to his family. It feels as if Richie's very depressed. I know he says anxiety, he's got those pills, but there's so much more going on. And then he's like correspondence and I always fix stuff. Like his uncle referenced that, like you're always fixing up some certain things that are failing. He's like, no, my shit never fails. So what he was he just tied to Mike? He's like, he was my best friend, but he feels as if it was more of a burden than it was of a a true friendship. I want to know more without all of the, I don't know, annoyances that are Richie. I know it's part of his character. I'm more Italian than that motherfucker like dude shut the fuck up every time most of the time you talk I'm just like shut up just shut up and get off of whatever the fuck you're on your prescription is way too high that is going to conclude our episode for this week I think I actually might watch another one so uh, look out for that again if you want to send feedback rockercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic Correct.